Let's start off in Kenya and Tanzania. They set uh, the December deadline to remove trade barriers. You know, this is very encouraging because when we talk about free trade, Elvis, Africa continental free trade area will not work until neighboring countries and regional economic blocks work together to remove these non-trade barriers. And by non-trade barriers, we mean not customs duties or import taxes or anything related to that. We mean those things that are either just the way you treat people as they import, sometimes the roadblocks that you impose, sometimes you insist on inspecting goods when they come from one country. You can never quantify them. Those are a bigger problem than the tariff barriers. So when President, the new president of Tanzania went to Kenya and, they, and visited, she identified, among other things, that the Joint Commission on Cooperation had not met in over six year, in over five years. And that, that is a problem because Kenya and Tanzania are major economies. So they agreed that they will eliminate some of their necessary barriers like inspection of processed goods that are manufactured in the region, soda drinks or soft drinks that are manufactured there. Because all those things were delaying the entry of goods between and from the, the two countries. So it's a very encouraging step because East African community is a major regional economic bloc. And then we move to um, Tanzania, where an American company wants to buy all processed cashew nuts. This is a very good story and a good tribute to the late John Makufuli. Remember that two years ago, two, three years ago, he was very unpopular because he forced the defense force of Tanzania to buy cashew nuts at $1.43 per kilogram. That was seen as him interfering in the free market. Now, guess what? This World Holdings International, an American company, promised to buy cashew nuts a kilogram at over $5 per kilogram. Oh, and that just tells you something. <laughs> that sometimes when politicians speak about fair trade, they are always looking at more than just the financial side. But it's very good because it's going to mean that the farmers of Tanzania will get a fair trade if they are getting a price that's even above the global minimum price per kilogram. But let, let me tell you something. That could pose problems for us here. If you love cashew nuts, you might be in trouble because most of the cashew nuts we have in South Africa come from either Tanzania or Mozambique. So you might just find that although we don't get them directly from Tanzania, that could cause a shortage in Mozambique and put a strain on the supplies and you might just start seeing the price of cashew nuts going up and already those cashew nuts, as you know, are not cheap. Not cheap at all. And Globalcom launches the TV streaming service to boost their customer experience. Yeah, for their 50 million customers, I mean, 50 million subscribers or so, 18 years, I think they've been in operation. That's a fully Nigerian company, Elvis Globacom. It's smaller than MTN, of course, which is number one in the country. But what they're doing, they're showing something. And you may remember SABC talking to Telcom not so long ago about streaming content. That is the way the future is going. Although you still have shared mainstream broadcasters that have scheduling that is, is fixed in terms of time, Consumers of content are beginning to want more video on demand, content on demand. So what they're saying is they're opening a window until the end of September this year for their subscribers who have Android or iPhone devices to go and download the app. That is one way of locking the customers in. But I say it's a good thing for customers because content is just too much these days to manage if you're following fixed broadcast schedules. So it's just one way. Maybe they're taking advantage, among other things, of the problems that MTN had, but of course it's going to take a long 
a lot more and a lot longer time for them to overtake MTN. 